This episode of the Golf Game Podcast on the Sports Game Podcast Network is presented to you by Game Time, your home for lowest price tickets, last minute guaranteed. Download the Game Time app today and use code SGPN for $20 off. And Underdog Fantasy, play Underdog Fantasy, pick them for a chance to win 100 times your money. Promo code GOLFSGPN at underdogfantasy.com for 100% deposit match. And Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app. Or visit HOFBets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and stop making smile bets today. All right, DJs, welcome back. It's your boy, Boston Capper, with the God of Golf himself, Steve Shermer. We're going to talk a little Mexico Open because we're contractually obligated to. Contractually <laughs> obligated? <laughs> Did my lawyers review that contract? Because I don't know. I, I feel like, you know, usually this is kind of an off week for me. Usually this is during my Outer Banks weekend. I know. This is the Outer Banks week for you. I know. I know. Like, I, I think actually one time I did a podcast from the hotel room with my kids did. in the other room. And I did like a whole by whole breakdown. That was the original OG. Hey, let's try and uh, use Google Earth on uh, a video. And I don't think it worked all that great. But uh, yeah, we've, the, the we've definitely, we definitely. The thing we're doing now works a lot better. No, it definitely does. You know, having reliable internet and StreamYard and uh, something that instead of just recording on Zoom, uh, like I had done and then sending it to my producer. But yes, we are talking about the Mexico Open. Apologies for running a little late. Uh, I got a couple of sick kids and we played a little grab ass before uh, we came on. So thank you for being patient uh, while we did that. But uh, if you did miss it already, uh, Boston Capper was on the Inside Golf podcast last night with Andy Lack. Uh, talking uh, about five minutes in Mexico. So I'm glad you saved a lot of those tapes <laughs> for this show because I'm going to make you talk That's about right. a little more. I have a zero interest in the Oscars or any of those Oscars movies, but uh, I appreciate some <laughs> of your uh, some of your takes on that. Yeah. Huh. Well, I mean, what? I, so what? You don't like you don't like any of the Oscar movies? You don't watch movies though. It, I I don't get to the movie theaters that much anymore. I don't so, go to the movie theater. <laughs> Fucking four kids. I don't go to the movie theater. It's like a, they take four kids to a terrible Disney movie. I'm out like a, a like a buck fifty with popcorn, candy, know. tickets, and drinks. Fucking ridiculous. Well, well, I mean, Oppenheimer's just gonna win it all, right? So I know. What's, the, what's the what's the point? What's the point of speculating? No, so there's some dark horses. Like Giamatti can definitely fucking make some noise on Best Actor because it. You know these people fucking like outsmart themselves and like they they don't want to do the the you know the most obvious choice sometimes. So I don't know. We'll see. Like I, I enjoyed most of the movies. Uh, me and Andy disagreed on past lives. I think we just came at it from completely different points of view. <laughs> what What was the What was the actor that like a couple of years ago was leaked as or no the the director? It was like some Greek guy that was oh, yeah as the winning uh best no, it was the Italian guy for the it was the Italian guy for that silent uh, silent black and white movie. Yeah, and then I guess uh, a sports book, I think, uh, yeah. was accused of uh, some shady practices, which actually turned out to be, I think, uh, quite true. Yeah, absolutely um, true. Formerly <laughs> affiliated with SGPN. So they will. Oh, was it uh, them? The artist. Thank you. Yeah, see? <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, formerly of, uh, affiliated with SGPN. But now, before we get to it, though, a um, couple things. So, need to come out and say, not a great start for me this betting year. <laughs> Uh, I don't think it's been a good start to anybody, but what I like doing, I like going back and kind of seeing what's been going wrong. So I'll, I'll, I'll own it. The Riviera card I put out, one of the worst cards I've ever put out. It took a backdoor top 20 from Ludwig and uh, JT Poston barely hanging on uh, to actually do it. I also had Will Salas Horace for a top 20, but because of the bullying that you did to me uh, before the show, I didn't actually release it. So, can't tout that. But one of the things I actually know is, and you actually talked about it with Andy Lack's show last night, is that you use Riviera as like a barometer of how the guys did the Masters. One thing I actually noticed, and I, I told you this, was that actually Riviera played a lot differently than what it normally does in two key respects. We're all talking about bombers usually because it's very driver heavy. Turns out, yep. distance did not matter at all. As far at all. No, it didn't. And you even called Hideki like bombing all over the place. He wasn't hitting all that far, dude. So, dude, uh, on Sunday, he was absolutely smoking the fucking ball off the box. I mean, smoking it maybe for him. I mean, maybe. Maybe. 
Um, one thing also, he was, too, he, Zal- he, wasn't, he wasn't his normal decade. Did you notice Zalatoris doesn't have as much pop either right now? Mm-hmm. So, okay, so on, I think on 10, so Zalatoris hit in the middle of the fairway, and then Luke List steps up and hits him like 30 yards past him. It's like, oh, okay. Like, he, he's, he's rounding into shape, but like that gear, that fifth gear mm-hmm. is not there for him right now. So that's something to keep in mind. Yeah. Uh, and also around the green play didn't wasn't quite as impactful what it was nope. uh, in normal years of Riviera. And hey, when I have two main things, I'm going on with my betting card. I get it completely wrong. <laughs> as that's what happens. But what I, what I also want to do though is we talk a lot in, in Discord about the power of data golf mm. and how a lot of these markets now you see significant shifts in anything they have with positive EV, mm-hmm. like they say is a good bet. Yeah. Immediately gets bet down. I actually went back and looked at what the opening odds were for a couple of golfers and what data golf said they were just to see if they're kind of on point. Mm-hmm. So century, Chris Kirk open up. Let's use FanDuel For example, they use a pretty generous outright odds. Yeah. They're usually a little more inflated. Than everybody else. He opened up 130 to one data golf had him at 250 to one. So not a good bet. Not a good prediction there. Sony, Grayson Murray, 500 to one. They had him at 1,000 to one. Nobody was on him either. Nick Dunlap, 400 to one. They actually had him at 50,000 to one. So really bad bet. Now he gets some other names. Matthew Pavon. This was actually the closest they came. 150 to one opening. They had him 166. Okay. Oh, that's pretty close. Yeah, that's important. Wyndham Clark, 90 to one opening. They had him 150 to one. Not a good bet if he had that. Fucking 150 to one for a guy who's a proven winner on tour. This is why stats are fucking stupid sometimes. Well, this is pretty my point. Nick Taylor, 121. They had him 230 to one. Hideki, 80 to one opening. They have him 120 to one. So my point being is that a lot of people are relying on data golf for their information and predictions. I do it all the time. I don't think they're having a great year so far. They used to put out their betting cards and basically they bet everything with positive. They got fucking murdered. And they probably are getting murdered. Um, I know they tweaked their model. Maybe that there's some kinks in that right now. So yeah. I never use data golf ever. I, don't well, use it. I mean, it's got a lot of good tools. I think the predictions with them, I just like using a barometer. Yeah, I use, I use, I use different tools. I just, for whatever reason, I don't, I, I don't know how to navigate that site and I don't care to fucking figure it out when I have something I like just as well. <laughs> and I know how to navigate that. Site. Well, that's why I basically hold a tutorial every Sunday to show you the important parts. <laughs> but my, my point being, you know, like if you're frustrated right now, like if you haven't hit an outright yet, you're not even close. Like the smartest guys right now, which is them, uh, they're not really doing all the great. Either. So be patient. Maybe it's going to come this weekend. You know, don't freak out and change your process. Whatever's worked for you, keep doing it. I'm going to try doing it. You're going to try doing it. And hopefully we hit a winner this week. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting week. Uh, talk, talk with Andy about it. It's definitely strange, man. It's definitely strange. Like Andy, he's, he even knows he luck boxed into Wyndham. He didn't think he was going to hold on on Sunday, right? Because how hot is it to back up that performance with another good one on Sunday, mm-hmm. right? So... Yeah, it's, uh, it's been a wild fucking start of the year. No question. No question yeah, about that. Yeah, I mean, it was a nice consolation prize giving a shout-out to the Ludwig people like me. Probably had an outright stolen. So. Well, so we hit, we hit a live-out, right? We hit Neiman. And I know, had, but that's because I have an inside edge. I'm actually calculating uh, uh, fake, you know, strokes, I, fake strokes gained at this point. I told Andy he needs to fucking text you so we can get a hold of that shit. I think um, you would be disgusted by what I'm actually trying to come up with. Right, man. So, better that's, when, that's it's better what everybody else is doing. Exactly. And we'll talk about that next week when we go to Jeddah. But uh, first, we got Mexico. Uh, yep. Why don't we take our first break? And then uh, let's break down uh, how you should bet Tony Fina this week. <laughs> all right. Well, listen, game time. All right. They are, uh, they're the number one ticket app in the country for a reason. Football's over, but there's a ton of stuff coming up. Match madness, concerts, comedy shows, hockey games. Basketball games, golf tournaments. Uh, so buying tickets to your favorite event shouldn't be stressful. And it's, game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets with killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee. So you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have doing whatever it is you're going to go do. So one of the things uh, that I love about game time app is the flash deals and last minute tickets. I'm a last minute type of guy. So that works. My favorite thing is the images of the seat views. As a kid who grew up going to Fenway, you never knew. Well, you learned. You learned what sections of stanchion would be in front of your face. But yeah, I, when I'm going to an arena, 
I don't know, I want to make sure I got a nice view. So forget planning months in advance. We got the deals right up to the day of the event. Uh, and game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price if, if you find tickets in the same section and row for less. Game time will credit you 110% the difference. And, you know, super easy, right? Buy, buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps. Go straight to your email so you're not fumbling in the security line trying to get your Wi-Fi to work and pull up the uh, pull up the tickets out of your email. So uh, uh, snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code SGPN for twenty bucks off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code SGPN for twenty bucks off. Download the Game Time app today. Lowest price, last minute tickets, guaranteed. Man, Underdog Fantasy's got a way to play alongside your favorite. Fantasy players all season long, NBA, NHL, college basketball, golf, simply pick higher or lower on your favorite players, fantasy stats, and cash in. You can win 100 times your money with some spicy plays. So watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with promo code GOLFSGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit of up to 100 bucks. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code GOLFSGPN. All right. Okay. All right. It's all about top of the board, Sony Fino. Mm-hmm. So, actually, no one's betting him, at least in the back. No, no, no. He started out at plus 650. He's all the way up to plus 850, which doesn't sound like a lot, but that actually is a lot. That's a huge move. For up, up, That's up, a yeah. huge move. And actually, what, what I was kind of looking at, too, is his top 10 prop this week seems extremely trappy. I know. You texted that. Well, because I remember that, that, last that, year. That's my radar up. Well, like, all right, I, I remember last year, and I I understand it's John Rom versus Tony Fino. Rom was a lot more reliable, right? But Rom was like, what, four to one, and his top 10 price is like minus 200? Yeah. So Fino opened at like minus 110, and he's drifted all the way to like plus 115. So my question is, what yeah. do the books know that <sighs> what, like, it seems like they are baiting you oh, to yeah. bet Tony for a top 10, given this dog shit field. And the fact that he hasn't finished outside the top two in this event. Yeah, the fact that his first one was on Puerto Rico, pass follow him, really good on that surface. I don't know. I probably you gotta stay away, right? So here's the deal. No, you can bat it. Just don't do like triple quadruple football bets, right? Like because it seems trappy. And here's the deal. I don't really think the books know any inside information, especially on a tournament like this. It- Golf is so fucking variable. You can't fix it like you can fix other games. So it's just scar tissue and paranoia from us as just degenerate gamblers and having a lifetime of fucking questions about legitimacy and things like that that make us believe that. That being said, it does seem stinky, uh, but I, I'd still bet that. Plus money, a top 10 in this fucking field. That was pot and fucking blows right now, but I don't particularly give a shit. He's head and shoulders, the best fucking player in this field. So, you know, whatever. And he's a defending champ. Yeah, the uh, top 10. I mean, I'm not going crazy with it, but plus money for Tony in this field, the top 10, fine. I'll take it. Okay. All right. What about the matchup market? So the only things I really see is he's paired up against Nikolai Hoygaard. He is like a minus 150, minus 160 favorite. Um, are you just blindly back in Hoygaard, or would you actually lay the juice at Fina at that point? I'm not. I, that's something I just stay away from. Okay. I, don't, I don't, I don't know. So I know you love Hoygaard and I'm starting to warm up to him. I just don't fucking know enough about him it, it, to, to put him against Tony at a place. He's come second and first in the last two times he's fucking played. Uh, okay. I just, you know, it's just something that I'll just pass on. Like, that's just, that's just how it goes with me. But I, the only matchup that I liked was, uh, Pendrith over Dietrich because Dietrich doesn't close, uh, ever. Uh, um, and then uh, I looked at this one earlier. I didn't bet it yet, but, Andy was on Grayson Sig, and you know I love Sig, and he's he's up against Hadley. Um, okay, why don't we save those guys for later? Because yeah, that's probably off the board right now. Um, <clears throat> so what? Listen, I don't have any female bets. Let me just skip that. Usually, I would bet Nikolai Horgard. I am not going to bet Nikolai Horgard. Like I, I was very particular with top of the board, um, just trying to separate them. And yeah. the one thing I noticed about a bunch of these guys up here is that you know obviously we talk about long irons. Over 200. That's actually been Hoygaard's kind of kryptonite so far this year and just historically. Yeah. So, ended up going away from him. Uh, did not end up betting Grio. He was close, but just didn't make the cut. Yep. Uh, Dietrich's been doing it all with the Potter. Yeah. So, he doesn't know how to win ever. <laughs> <laughs> ever. He doesn't know how to win. No. No. See, he's out. 
Jaeger also, I was, I remember, I think because just him in contention at the farmers burns in my mind mm-hmm. that pissed that dude that just kind of stinks. Yeah. He pissed away. He pissed away that Sunday. I just know him from DFS because uh, he fucking made a ton of Eagles. <laughs> like that's fucking what I know about Jaeger. I played him in DraftKings and he made a ton of Eagles. I yet played him on Eagle can, courses. Yet somehow he can never finish past like T25. Fucking wild. Absolutely yeah. wild. Yeah. Listen, he's it's it's like a better version of Christian Vizane. Like he's got a ceiling of like 22nd yeah, and a floor fair. of like 40th. And then he yeah. finally broke out of Tory Pines. Yeah. So so the one guy I'm on up here and i i told you that andy lack and i are on a lot of the same guys mm-hmm. you're gonna get very mad at probably because we're gonna sell you on these guys uh i bet taylor Pendrith at 33 he's down to like mid 20s but yeah he's like 28 25 i i just i he fits a lot of what i'm looking for uh long hitter got relatively decent success in past pollen really good from over 200 he's starting to putt a little better too um that just fits everything what i'm looking for here all right, I guess. I don't know, man. He's just hes just a guy that, I don't know. I don't bet him a lot. I, I know this is a fucking shitty field. I'm trying to pull up his stats. I know he's good with, I know he's good with the long irons, uh, but I thought he was better with like mid irons. I'm trying to pull it up. No, I, um, I got him over the last year gaining a stroke on the field per round. Over 200. Right. I mean, fuck, man. He hasn't played since the Thomas. I don't like that. It's two weeks ago. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. You had Phoenix, no. you had Riviera, now, now. And Pebble. It was a month ago. All right, and Pebble, fine. <laughs> it was a month ago. Now, yeah. he, fuck it, he finished T, T9, right? Cut T10. So, I mean, for him, he's fucking in amazing form. Um, I think fine, dude. I'm not going to knock it. He's a bomber. This field is horseshit. It's just crazy to me that, I don't know, that Pendrith is going to be fucking 28 to 1 and fucking win a golf tournament. Okay. <laughs> All right. I understand that. That seems like uh, a little concerning. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but I say that, and in the same breath, I'm betting Patrick Rogers at fucking thirty to one. Like, what the fuck is the difference? There's no goddamn difference. Yeah. So for whatever reason, it seems like I was looking at like ownership in DFS, and yeah. it seems like he's kind of the forgotten man this week. And for whatever reason, he can't play. <laughs> what are you talking about, he's Patrick Rogers? He's terrible. Can't play. Yeah, he can't play. Are you talking uh, about? He's got a he's got a decent track record on pass. Probably thinking of what like top ten last year. Yeah, Long wait. So you're saying Pendrith is the forgotten man? I'm sorry. Say that again. Are you saying Pendrith is the forgotten guy or Rogers? No, Rogers is the forgotten guy. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because because his, his putting numbers look like ass, like real bad. Like, Recently, real yes, bad. and it yeah. seems like he's kind of fallen off a cliff. He was doing pretty well. He's kind of fallen off a cliff. No, so that's a little concerning. So Grio top five last season here on this course. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean. I'm fine with Grio, I guess, in a placement bet. I got Grio's Grio's fine. I can't bet everybody, buddy. Yeah. All right. So good luck to you. Um, <laughs> one guy that's kind of getting discounted pretty heavily, just dismissed because people just don't see him. Torborn Olson, Thunderbear. So I want to actually yeah. tell you what he's been doing. Okay? Come on. He's been carving up the Euro Tour. Actually, the last course he just won is a pass palm. So okay. pass palm. Uh, success right there. Long hitter, losing strokes off the tee, but long hitter. Uh, I don't have any iron numbers on him, but everything looks pretty good over there. But he literally has never done anything over here. Nothing. So I think the last time now, I bet him, he shot 40 over. So he, I know he finished top 10 of the Masters like way, way long time. I think actually the Adam Scott year, he was top 10. And he's done well at Bridgestone, which is driver-heavy golf course. So there's something with that. But um, I just – he's never done it on with these type of guys. And it seems like some of these Euro guys come over, we talk them up, and they don't really do anything. Isn't he Nagel's guy? I don't think so. Dude, I'm pretty sure Nagel's has a fucking story about uh, Thornbriarden. <laughs> just like, I'm telling you, I think he's got a story. He tried to talk him up once on a show. I'm telling you. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, all right. I've been doing a lot of talking. Tell me a couple guys you like under 50 to 1. Huh, so, I mean, do we just ignore Wu's course history? You can't in this field, right? Mm-hmm. Fucking 30, 35, 40 to 1, depending on what books you're looking at. I mean, he clearly likes the course. He's got, is it, was it two top fives or two top tens yet? It's, I have too many fucking tabs open. I think it's two top tens. He's got a, I think a second place finish here. 
No, it's two top three finishes. Yeah, I mean, we can't ignore that, right? <laughs> like, I mean, if we if we're worried about Tony, and obviously it's a super short sample size. If you look at those leaderboards, like they're pretty similar. I know he missed the cut at Phoenix, but yeah, I mean, I don't know how you just I don't know how you ignore it. He played well at the Sony. The course history. This is a this is a fucking crapshoot, man. Thirty five or forty to one. Um, yeah, I like I like Wu. So you might be. Yeah, you, you might be on to something. He's not super long, but I went back and looked because he's not playing well right now. No. So what was he doing heading into? Let's just call it the past column golf courses. So 2022, okay. he missed one, two, three, four, five, six, seven cuts in a row for the Puerto Rico Open, <laughs> and then he finished T3. Yeah. Then he went T33 <laughs> Dallas Bar, T28 Corrales, T21 Zurich, and then T2 Mexico. Hmm. Okay. And then the following right. year in Mexico, last year, he went yep. cut T58, cut T26 in Zurich. Apparently, the Zurich is like a jump starter for him. And, <laughs> and third. So the question yeah. is, he doesn't have the Zurich, doesn't have the team event to jump start him now. Yeah. Uh, is that going to be enough for him? But I mean, I, listen, he has not needed form to do well here. Maybe no. he just really likes pass Palm. So. I think that's he might. I mean, you look at the you look at the fucking putting numbers on past Palm versus <laughs> versus everything else. It's wild. It's like fucking well, night and day. Well, I mean, that's it's a, almost hold, hold three on. Hold on. I, I need I need to correct you on that one. Okay. The only past Palm strokes gained you have is actually I don't think is here oh. at Vedanta. There's uh, nothing at Corrales. There's nothing at Puerto Rico. There's nothing at right. Cardinal. There's nothing at Mayakoba. So anyone who has cited strokes gained past Palom putting is <sighs> citing like eight rounds, and it's just here. I, ju- I, ju- I just need to clarify that for the record. Dude, listen, I'm glad you brought it to my I didn't even think about that because they yeah. don't fucking track it. And it's the stupid ones that – those are the ones that always fuck with me with my first-round leader bets because I'm fucking drunk – uh, <laughs> assholes tells me that he fucking birdied it, and I and I pulled it up six hours later, and he's fucking double bogeyed it. Yeah, I mean, <sighs> so, so that's 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 not something to really lean on. I mean, if you want to say, listen, he's put, like, yeah. listen, he's put well here. That's great. Yeah. But like, if you're just saying he's good past Palin Putter, uh, you don't have much proof. I like it. Yeah, dude. I think last year he gained like eight strokes putting. I mean, that's pretty ridiculous. So there he goes. Uh, all right. So you like so. all right. So you like Brandon Wu. Look, what about Doug Gibb? So okay. I, I mean, we were talking about him last night. I wasn't sure what to do with him because this fucking course to me doesn't say Doug Gim like ever. But maybe I just have a brain block where I just think of Dougie Gim at fucking TPC and him melting on Sunday. Okay. And, so and picture him in the TPC. Game. All right. So he's playing well. That's yeah, big, playing really good. That's a big proponent. Two top four, 15 finishes in a row, hitting yep. the ball great in like. Like good fields, good fields, difficult golf courses. Um, you know, his iron numbers from over 200 are decent. He started to putt a little better. Uh, his track record on past Palom, he's got T20 at Puerto Rico, he's got T16 Corrales, T15 at uh, El Carnal, T33 at Vedanta. So, no, good, not great. Uh, he's on my betting card. I did not bet him outright. I have him for a top 30, though. So if but if you want to bet no. Doug Gim, I have no qualms about it. I think that's a that's a fine option. Despite the fact he doesn't have a lot of pop, uh, he's doing everything else that you know decent right now. Yeah, it's it just done. it's just so weird to put money on Doug Gim to win a golf tournament. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why? Because <laughs> he stinks. He's not good at golf, um, at least on a professional level. Uh, so I think the last guy under fucking fifty uh, was Thompson. Right, I think he's everybody's fucking dialing this week. Unfortunately, um, mm-hmm. he's just doing. He's kind of just doing a bunch of stuff. Good, like he's not great off the tee, but it, that's because he sprays it. Right? Am I thinking correctly? Yeah, he's losing strokes off the tee, but he hits in a mile. The iron play right, is really good. The iron play has been really good. He's extremely good from over two hundred. The putter's yeah. been working for him. Uh, his past palm history is okay, but I found at the beginning of the week there I saw him at fifty. I bet that, and this is the bet on Adam Scott special this week. Okay, the guys who are fifty to one that get bet down to really just kind of insane levels. Yes, yeah, I'm a little concerned about that, but right. yes, I have a Davis Thompson this week because okay of reasons. Yeah, sweet. All right, so yeah, anybody else you got under fifty to one that you like? 
Uh, I bet Keith Mitchell at 33 to one. Again, like I'm just going, that's, I that's just cherry picked. What's that? That's a good number. He's not for 33 Keith, anymore. For Keith Mitchell, I thought that was a good number. It's definitely yeah. steamed up a little bit. But again, this is a competent <laughs> veteran golfer who has won before. He has a second at Corrales, long hitter. The iron play has been pretty good the last couple weeks. Now, most of that's at Amex, but he's still gaining on the field overall. Uh, the putter's yeah. been a little better lately. Terrible around the green, but this is conditions that can elevate a guy because of how easy those conditions are. Um, I bet Keith Mitchell here. Yeah, I think that's fine, especially at 33. That's a good number for like he's a he's a pedigree golfer, man. He is. So yeah, I, I only have three I have three guys under 50. Pendrith at 28, Keith Mitchell 33, Davis Thompson 50. Everybody else is north of 60 this week. I haven't bet Dougie Gim yet. I so the only ones that I actually laid money on was Rogers Wu and Thompson. That's fine. I think it's a good collection there. Like I, I guess how do you want to construct your betting card? Like, do you just not care or do you like is it is it is that getting a little pricey for you like jamming all those? Probably getting a little pricey for me. That's why I don't think I'm, I don't think I'll probably end up adding Gim. Like that's a, that's a bunch of guys in the thirties. But then my next guy's eighty and everybody else is fucking over a hundred. So it really doesn't what if you did like first round leader on Doug Gim just to kind of cover yourself? Oh, yeah. No, that's 100% happening. Okay. <laughs> that's 100% happening. Okay. Yeah. What about like top five Doug Gim to kind of cover yourself? I'll go top 10. Top 10? You probably get like what? Like three and a half to one? Yeah. Like three to one probably is what I'm thinking. Yeah. So, yeah. Why, why don't you do that then? That. What if you, he just misses it? He's on the editing, editing room floor. Misses the betting card, but you have the consolation prize there. Yeah, agreed. All right, I like that. Okay. Everybody right. go bet Doug Gim. <laughs> All right. Um, I got nobody else under here I really want to talk about. Why don't we take another, another break, and then we'll start talking about uh, relative long shots. All right. Sounds like a plan. My ad reads went away, so we will <laughs> talk again. Good radio, as they say. Hall of Fame bets win bigger by betting smarter this season or this NBA season with Hall of Fame bets, the sports betting analytics platform for pilots, player props, and game lines. Research every NBA and soccer bet with scroll bets and data. Enter any pilot idea into the Hall of Fame bets. Revolutionary pilot optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as an expected probability for the entire pilot. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are. Which one's got value? Stop betting in the deck and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching. Start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. All right. Uh-huh. Will you answer fucking Cam's question? All right. Cam, come in the chat. <laughs> or the chat. Come, come on the stream. Don't okay. be shy. All right. All right. All right. Jake Knapp, let me ask you a question. So you've never seen him hit a golf ball. No. So what 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 do you know about him? All right. Uh so when I was supposed to be working today, I did some I just looked at a bunch of stuff, you know, like I do. I just that's how I do my research. I just look at some stuff and then I don't make any models. I just look at some golfers and then I ran across this guy and he hits the ball a country mile. He is good on approach, and he he's kind of got a good he's kind of got a uh, a good profile for this course. He was T three at the Farmers and played well. He was T twenty eight in Phoenix, but his numbers looked really good. Like he was gaining strokes on approach and putting and off the tee. So, um. I think he's a I think he's a good DFS play at the very least. But like then I saw his number and I was like, I've never seen this guy. He's 45 to one. Like this feels disgusting, but it feels so disgusting that it feels good, you know. So he's I think a darling of the golf gambling community. And Capper, you can probably back me up on that one. Yeah. Uh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Who, who, who are you texting, by the way? Nobody. I'm just fucking. I'm laughing at. Oh, oh, you're just you're just zoned out right now. Yeah, I'm just listening. Happens. It's okay. great to sit back and listen. I love uh, Cam. I don't. Uh, I don't make models. I just look at stuff. You know, some things. The guy, the second guy. You, you remember that thing? Which thing? The first thing or the second thing? It's one of those. That's yeah. Through my like brain. typically, my process <laughs> is I look at course history and then I look at uh, course fit and then I look at comp courses and then. 
I like just got some stuff down. This That's is a terrible system because you, it's not, it, but at least it's a system. You had to do the same thing every week, dude. It's a system. But sometimes I'm going to miss people because I don't make a model. And so I, I usually go off Matt's models. Uh, Matt, our, our uh, coworker, uh, just cause he releases them on Twitter. Uh, so that's typically my process and 45 to one was just a dumb number for someone I've never seen. So that's, that's, that's Cam's gross play of the week. Okay. All right. Let me ask another oh, question. I, yeah. One, one more thing, Steve, who would you pick one? I already know cappers pick one between Nikolai Hoshgard in the 20 range, Nikolai Hoshgard, Keith Mitchell, Emiliano Grillo, or Taylor Pendrith. Probably gonna go Pendrith on that one. Okay, so y'all are both y'all are both y'all both like Pendrith out of that. Yeah. Neither, well, Capper is very hesitant on Pendrith. Probably like, yeah, like gun to my head. That's what I think. Okay. All right. Um, okay. Let me ask one more thing about Jake Knapp. How old do you think Jake Knapp is? Oh, uh, I I actually just pulled up his data yeah. golf profile, so I know. But wait, he, let me guess. I, I don't know how old he is. I don't know how old he is. Hold on, let me guess. So the way you're saying it. Tells me he's not as young as my brain would think he is young. Twenty nine. He's twenty nine and nine months. He turned pro in two thousand sixteen. Dang, this is job. really the first we've really seen of this guy. So I just want to throw a word of caution that it's not like this guy is just some young stuff. What about Eric Cole, out? man? Eric Cole fi- fi- figured it out. He's in his thirties. That's fine. I get that. But for every Eric Cole, you know, there's a Scott Gachetsky or something. So, I, look, I'm just saying this could be just a hot streak. I know everybody loves him. Yeah, man. Whatever. It, hey, but Steve, I, I'm, how still, many times, I'm still a little skeptical. Okay. How many times have you been out there playing golf and you're just like, you just can't miss? Like, you're just striking the ball pure. And then you go out the next day. You, you got all the confidence in the world. You know you're hitting the ball well. Like, I've had that feeling only like once or twice. But... That's when I play my best golf. So I think that's important. Um, okay. See, that's the, are, are, are you also playing against other world-class players too? Do you also <laughs> have those, those feelings as well? No, no. Okay. All right. I'm just, I'm just saying I, like maybe, maybe word of caution, this could end up popping in everybody's face very soon. It's not this guy. Yeah, this guy I, some young it, it, it's going to come crashing down because the, I, I shot back to back under 85s and I was like, I'm there. I have this game figured out. Okay. I literally said it. I had it figured out because I shot two rounds back to back under 85. And I don't think I've sniffed 85 fucking since then. It's still fucking. Okay. Bad. We have spent way too much time on a guy we have not bet. Who cares? Who cares? Okay. People bet him. People did so bet. People him. who listen to this might have bet him. There you go. There's a lot of uh, clips that could get thrown in our face uh, about that. Yeah, exactly. yeah he, exactly. he's just an old geezer. Apparently, I can't. <laughs> All right. A couple other guys north of 60 or north of 50 that I bet. Uh, one guy, uh, uh, consolation prize for the uh, Steve Golfer of the Week, uh, Sam Stevens. I got him at 100 on Monday morning. And so he's Adam- now like 50 to 1. That's, yeah. that's, that's unreal. Yeah. I was gonna say he yeah. got Adam Scott in. He he definitely did. But the case for Sam Stevens, which apparently I guess everybody has made already, really long hitter, good pass palm history, second at TPC San Antonio, which is a feller Greg Norman golf course, uh, playing relatively okay right now, just checks a lot of the boxes of what you're looking for at a driver heavy pass palm golf course. I'm not the first person to make that argument. But in full transparency, he is on my betting card at a way better number than what anybody else can get him right now. <laughs> like we always say, you can put that CLV losing ticket right on the fridge. Okay. All right. <laughs> One guy that's still hanging around this number who I don't think a lot of people are on, but I like him. How about Michael Kim, 65 to 1? Oh, so, okay. Little longer than what you would think. He averages 305 off the box. The long iron numbers on him were last year's pretty good on him. He's a good putter. He has, I think, let me look at his past palm history. It's not bad. So I don't think he's played Vedanta yet. What did you get? What did you get Michael Kim at? I am at 65. All right. So he's got a T30 at Vedanta. Last fall, El Cardinal T23. T26 in Mexico, fifth last year at Puerto Rico Open. 
16th of the prior year Puerto Rico Open. So he's pretty good on pass palms, sneaky long. Uh, the irons from long range are pretty good. You know, he's been kind of sniffing around contention for the last year or so. I like him. Okay. 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 So that's another guy. I don't hate it. All right. How about uh what was that tournament? What was the tournament he boat raced everybody at? John Deere. Oh, well, that's less impressive in my brain now. <laughs> yes. I think that I think he was like 250 to one. And then he fell off the face of the earth. But now he's back. Yeah. Uh right. how about how about a guy that Andy brought up last night? I was a little upset that he stole my thunder on this one. How about slumping Vincent Norman? Yeah. 80 to one right now. Talk, talk to people about him. All right. So he's been terrible, but terrible. he's a streaky golfer. He's a proven winner. He won the Barbasol. He won the Irish Open. Uh, kicked the crap out of Rory on Sunday. So I know you love that. Uh, he's also hitting the ball well right now. It's The iron play has been good the last two tournaments. Obviously, he's really good off the tee, really long off the box. Around the green and putting has been a big issue for him. But I... Have no reason to think. I mean, well, I have no reason to conclude he's bad on pass Palm. He could be good. He's got some good finishes on pass Palm, so maybe he can put on the surface. Usually, guys who are pretty terrible around the green can get a little bit of boost here uh, on the pass Palm. I thought, considering his number, the fact he's super long, the fact that his irons are kind of trending up a little bit, I thought a bite at eighty to one on Vincent Norman was worth it. Okay. Okay. All right. I've been doing a lot of talking. My voice apparently is going. <laughs> uh, I think my kids got me sick. Uh, Dude, so, Nor- so Norman got fucking steamed too. Did he? What's his Dude, he's at right 50. Now? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm really? like searching. I'm looking for him. And I'm like, where the fuck is he? I got to scroll up. He got the fucking oh, he got the Andy bump, I guess. <laughs> Great. Great. <laughs> I can never get credit. They <laughs> <laughs> put the show out earlier, like you said. Uh, well, our- <laughs> so I got I got Vegas at fucking eighty to one, and Andy saw, saw fifty five or sixty. He's there now, fifty five, sixty. I just went back and looked. He's still eighty, hanging on my local. So yeah, I, I don't um, mind Vegas. He that's another guy. That Vegas, got, man. That's another guy that got left off the card for one particular reason. So his putt. Is John Vegas? <laughs> His long range iron play from over 200 is stellar. The problem is he had a very long gap last year. Huge. And ever since he's come back from that, his, Not there. his long iron stuff is garbage. Damn. Now it's like 25 shots. It's very small. But okay. I mean, that's a factor. But if he, he's awesome on pass Palum, he's got a lot of top 10 finishes. He's a big hitter. Yep, huge. Maybe that. Maybe that's just a sample size issue. I'm still chasing. I'm still chasing the fucking win scam champ fucking stole from him. That's that's my that's my problem. Fuck. Well, look, I mean, like I you also you also just recently hit a South American golfer in a Camilla. Oh, that's true. That's One true. of your guys at yep, the shit at, at these shit tournaments. Maybe you just have a good feel about a uh, guy south of the equator. Listen, I tried to convince my wife to fucking move to Costa Rica at the beginning of the fucking pandemic. <laughs> well, technically, that's I guess, north I guess you're happy. Well, technically, that's what? north of the equator. So, yeah, it is. That's fine. Yes, that's, that's fair. But it, but it's South America, Central America. It's all about the same. It's all about the same. Yeah. You know, I've, so I am a shellback. Do you know what that is? What is a shellback? So it's a sailor who has crossed the equator, and you have to go through a ridiculous hazing brutal fucking ceremony and the whole ship stops and you basically get your ass kicked and humiliated for about six to eight hours but after that you're a shellback and if you go to a bar and you're with another sailor and they say they're a shellback and they don't have their shellback card then they buy you drinks all night long and i did that to somebody in in where, where cam's from actually uh where it's from where he went to school uh in texas A&M. they give you a bumper sticker for that too yeah, man. Fuck off, dude. You're not a fucking shellback. I'm not. <laughs> I wouldn't last a second. See, that's why you're a better man than I am. All right. Uh, let's. Do you want to have the Carson Young talk? I guess. If we have I feel to. like we have to. Look. I get it. I know why people like him this week. I bet a position on him. I don't trust that little twerp to actually come through. So it's like a top 30 
at like plus 170. But he has been awesome on pass pollen. And his iron numbers from long range have been really good. He finished top 10 at Puerto Rico, top 10 at El Cardinal, which is a very good comp to this place. It could be he just, this, he's just one of these pass pollen aces. I was thinking about it today. He might be like a Chez Reeve, just a shorter hitter that is a really good ball striker from long range for whatever reason. And maybe that's his career, which, hey, that would be a decent career if he had Ches Reeves' career. I'm not betting him outright. He's very popular, but I know we poo pooed it on Sunday. I get it. Do we have to bet him just for solidarity with Cam? Like, just throw like 20 bucks on him. I got a position on him. That's all I'm willing to go on him. I'll throw 20 bucks on him. That way, if Cam actually does get a sweat out of it, I can enjoy it instead of hate it. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> uh, the only other guy, I, I, there's two other guys I want to talk about north of 100. One guy I uh, bet, one guy I did not bet, but I, okay. I, was, I was pretty close. All right. So Andrew Novak, he was 170 to 1 at the beginning of the week. He's been steamed up a little bit, but listen, he just came up a top 10 finish at Phoenix. He's got a little bit of pop. He's got some decent pass follow Did he top 10 at Phoenix? Yeah, he came T8. He was like tied for the lead going into the weekend. Oh, no, I remember that. I thought he, for some, in my brain, I thought he like ejected, ejected. No, he, he stayed in the top 10. He hit the ball great. Hmm. He's got a T15 finish here. He's got a okay. decent finish at Corrales. Then he finished top 10 at TPC San Antonio last year. That's Greg Norman design. Listen, I mean, he's, you okay. know, he's, he's hitting the ball pretty good. His last 12 rounds. Why not? Dude, 171 for a guy in everything, form. Everything you just told me, I am 100% stealing him from you. Okay. All right. And then do you know who Sammy Valley, Valley Maki is? You know the answer to that question. Okay. <laughs> so, big fat guy. You know, or, or, orca fat. Orca and fat. Orca fat. I love talking about. Yeah. Like, like Abby Bonrat or bigger? No, he's probably like Harry Higgs. Oh, okay. Yeah. Harry Higgs, he's just, I don't know. He's like, he's like, he's not like skinny guy fat. He's like fat fat. No, but this guy's 25 years old. He's from Finland. So he got okay. his, so he got his car through the DP World Tour. He was really hamming it up with the 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 crowd on sixteen. Like he was making long putts. He was yelling at him. He's got a lot of energy. The guy you definitely can get behind. He fits a lot of what you're looking for at this place. He's a really long hitter. The sample size on his stuff from over one fifty and over two hundred is really small. But what he's been doing this year has been really good from that range. So, and I actually, his past palm history, uh, last fall at, uh, which golf course was it? Uh, the Doha golf club for the Cotter masters, uh, that is past palm. And he won that. He also won the Oman open at Al Mouj golf club. That is also past palm. Okay. So my problem is, is that I can't get, I can't bet a finish guy to ever win. Because Tuka Rask was my goalie for 10 years, and he literally shipped out his leg multiple times. Like, literally, the stomach flew and blew two Stanley Cup finals for me. So, the Finns are, might as well be French war heroes to me. Like, they can't close. All right. Well, if you want to prove a winner on Pass Palm, who's long off the box, with him and his irons really good from over 200, uh, and just as a likable guy, Sammy Valimaki is your guy. I didn't right. add him, but if you got room on your card over 100 to 1, you want to add it, go for it. What do you think about Sig? I mean, Grayson Sig's he's fine. His over 200 <laughs> numbers though, I don't like. Like okay. really like really don't like. Like one of the worst in the okay. field. So that's a disqualifier no. right there. Um, okay. but I think he's been what's his past palm history? I like this Novak bet. You got me all excited about this guy. Well, that means he's going to suck. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, so six past column history, T9 at Corrales, T25 at Corrales, T18 last year in Mexico. Fine. Like, listen, he's, he's decent here. Go for it. All right. Okay. okay. Um, I don't really have. I mean, Parker Cootie has been hitting the ball pretty well. Coming out of the corner. Refuse, too. Refuse to based what's that? His name. I refuse I to bet him based on his name. Uh, Chris Goderup is actually somebody the oh yeah we should talk about so him. so Chris Goderup is actually somebody the really sharp looks like this week yeah uh, like I'm back Chris I think he opened at 75 to one he immediately went down to 50 
Really? So somebody over there really somebody hammered it. it. Yeah. Really long hitter. Yeah. The iron numbers really the iron numbers really stink on him, but hey, so does Cam Champs. So. Fact. Fucking fact. Yeah. So listen, if Cam Champ can do well, you're Chris Goddard. <laughs> here. Interesting. Yeah. Got her up. I, I guess it, I guess it's been over a year for me since he burned me. Mm-hmm. Um, Alejandro Tosti is also another guy that people. Oh, I've heard his name kicked around again. Long hitter, good from over two hundred. Uh, apparently, uh, he's a cheater. By the way, we had the the uh, controversy with Jordan Spieth signing the wrong scorecard. Apparently, this guy is known for that. Yeah, really for the wrong scorecard. So yeah, be careful. Like maybe he'll be fifty four old leader. Sign the wrong scorecard and get DQ'd, and then just send everybody into a frenzy again. So what do you? I mean, how is he trying to cheat? Every you're on TV, like people know what you fucking shot. I don't know. Well, not these corn fairy events. That's fair. That's the thing. Like everybody who wants like the shot link <laughs> in order to keep the scores. First of all, like what are these lower level events going to do? Though shot link. Second, have you seen shot link this right, year? Exactly. You really want. That no, shit system not. right now. No, keeping track not. of all the scores. Look at no. when they go to to the Bermuda. All the scores change, anyways. They I don't know what they're doing. That. Even when they're in the states, they fuck up. No, that's a, that's that's a stupid suggestion that you want Shotlink to do it because of all the errors they have. They didn't even fix like it, remember it crashed. I think at Amex. Yeah, they just told that all the data sites will go pound Sam. We're not going to fix it. Tough shit. Sorry. Yeah, that that's not a good answer. So I. The, the amount of pushback on that for something that happens a couple times a year, and if it was yeah. like, you know, Patrick Fishburne or Ben Taylor who does it, no one is complaining. But because it's Jordan Speed, the golden god, everybody loses their mind. Well, my boy Tommy was very fucking upset. I know. He said he's going to go watch Live. That's a big step for him now. It's a huge step. He was still arguing with me about fucking live the other day. I was like, dude, I don't know who you're carrying fucking water for anymore. They already had meetings. They stabbed everyone in the back. Like, let it go, man. Let it go. Yeah. And I, it, it, it really, it, Tommy does nothing to irritate me. Tommy is legitimately one of the nicest people I've ever met in my entire life. I have no idea why he's friends. And, uh, <laughs> and fucking, um, it was like, it was irritating me. I was like, all right, man, like, just stop. Like, this is dumb. Like, I can't, I don't want to talk about this. You're irritating me. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, after after years. June 6th, it, it undercut all those arguments. Everything. Like, forget about it. Fuck, even Andy, even Andy is watching fucking goddamn live golf at this point. Well, I feel if we're, if, like to. I said, if, if we're going to do content, we got to do content for the majors. We have to. We have to be informed Agreed. of these guys. Yep. Agreed. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying our audience needs to watch it. I'm saying that no, if you actually have give opinions on golf, you need to watch yeah. it. Yeah, we have to watch it. Yeah, we have to. It's it's it's. It, has it is to. funny. Like on on Friday when I'm texting you, I'm like, "Fucking, it's not on my local WB. What? Or what is? What's it called now? It's not the WB. What's it called? CW. CW. Um, God, I'm old. Um, the, um, I was like, you're explaining to me. I need like live plus, and I'm like, fucking, god damn it. <laughs> Usually it's on YouTube. You can just go to that. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, I don't have anything else. Do you have anything else? Nah, nothing. Actually, actually, do you want to, uh, well, I mean, technically the news broke on, uh, from Andy, Andy, Lackaport breaking news last night. I know. So Cam, did you listen? You didn't? Oh, so Cam hasn't heard. This was this was the fun. Anyway. Okay. All right. So um I have my have a fam not a family connection, but I have a connection to uh patrons in Augusta. And I went a couple of years ago and uh this uh these this year they're not going again. So I was able to secure tickets to the Masters and guess who my hot date is? <laughs> Let's go, baby. It is, it is Boston Capper. Let's so, go. We are going once again to another major championships. I am taking him to Augusta National. Uh, I'm not sure if you're going to handle the walkabout that I did when I went down there, just walking all the holes. You know, you got kind of a. No, that's why I, I, I want to do that. I'm so, I want to do that on Friday. All I right. want to do that on Friday. That way, that way, like maybe we'll spot somewhere really cool on Saturday where we can go sit. You know what I mean? Okay. All right. Maybe I'll get a wheelchair ready for you so I can wheel you up uh, the what eighth the fairway. What, what, what is that mean just kidding around Man, had no we're, like, all fine. right no we're gonna have a great time I, I i i can't think of a better person to take obviously than my co-host um yes. it's gonna be amazing however like i i am a hundred percent sure 
about midway through the morning on Friday, you are going to get so fucking aggravated with the leaderboard situation and the no cell phone situation. It's going to drive you nuts. And I just, listen, like take your heart medicines. I don't want you to have another heart attack following a major again. And it's going to be really, yeah, that'll be it. it's going to be so stressful on you not to be able to know how your bets are going other than the, the leaderboard with the posted notes with everybody shouting uh, at them saying like, you know, how's Bubba doing on 12? I can't wait yeah. to do that. Well, so I, what's the, so I, I'm not eating that fucking gross ass pimento shit. I lived in Georgia. That's just you don't have to stuff. do that. It's fine. I'll I eat know. it. You how's, don't have to. How's the barbecue sandwich? Is it good? I didn't have that. But the the in the morning the chicken biscuit. No oh, fuck yeah, that's good. Yeah. Chicken biscuit, yeah, you can't go wrong with a chicken biscuit in Georgia. No, that's... you're going to be very impressed with the efficiency of getting everything everybody through the food lines, the efficiency of getting everybody through the bathrooms. Yeah, it's it's amazing. You are going to be what you think Augusta is. It's not even close. I'm it so is so so. Like the best customer experience I've ever had. That's it's amazing. Pretty strong. And it, I, I, I can't it. wait to show it to you. Yeah, I love it. I cannot wait. I'm literally. I'm just telling fucking random strangers at this point. Fucking hey, guess where I'm going? <laughs> like, like yeah, it's a, it's I, it cannot come fast enough. And the only thing I do, I do have a nice breakup. I'll be able to go to the players in between. So there you a, go. What a great fucking twelve months of golf for me. Fucking Rochester with you. Fucking TPC and then Augusta. Holy fuck. Like, what a fucking great 12 months. It's not bad. Not bad, huh? Not bad. Okay. Not bad. And I could have been dead. I couldn't. You know how mad I would have been if I was dead and I didn't get these fucking tickets? You would have haunted oh, me. I would have haunted you. I'd have been very upset. You, you, you would have been. <laughs> All right. I got nothing right. else. Got anything else? Next week. So what time do we want to do? Go on Sunday. Uh, what term is sexy? The Honda? Honda. Well, whatever it's called now, it's not the whole. Uh, oh, the yeah. cognizant. <laughs> I don't know. We'll, I don't know. We'll talk. Okay. All right. So we'll do this preview show for the cognizant. Interesting. Um, what is that like? A, is that like some sort of like pharmaceutical company or something? Yeah, that's probably some tech company. All right. Anyway, so we'll be back on Sunday to talk about uh, that because listen, I love that fucking event. Uh, so I'm excited about. It. I love that course. I know you do too. Um, and then we'll do our normal event show on Tuesday. Yeah, do make that face. You like it fine. All right. Anyway, talk to you guys later. Bye.